The time for empty talk is over. Now arrives the hour of action. It's time for the John DePietro Show here on News Talk, WNRI, 1380 AM and 99.9 and 95.1 FM. He's a special kind of sentinel. Mr. DePietro, who is in the eye of the storm. Suddenly, John DePietro became the story. Radio talk show host, John DePietro. All right, here we go on this Friday. Good morning, one and all. Happy Valentine's Day. Or as Frank Capri would say, Valentine's. Happy Valentine's to everybody. Folks, uh, good morning. It is uh, John DePedro. We have a great program in store on this Friday. What a week it has been. And uh, a great program in store. Thank you for tuning in. We begin the program each day at this time. And then we go right until... Two o'clock, then our time is up, and uh, John Dion comes in at that time. And as we kick things off on this Friday, folks, it's Valentine's Day. Why not stop in and see my friends the best Valentine's cookies, pastries, chocolate-covered donuts, cannolis. I'll shove a cannoli down you. I'll uh, throw it. Is at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop it and see my friends Ron and Melissa. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, located 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Now, you're asking, Juan, where is 170 Royal Little Drive? That's a fair question. Now, they're brand new in business, grand opening just a, a couple days ago. And they're right near the AAA location in Providence, right off Silver Spring Street, over near Branch Avenue. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, making pastry great again. And especially today, stop in. Dipped chocolate strawberries, Valentine's cookies, pastries. You know, I think I posted some of the photos of uh, that they have of some of their items. I think I did post it on Facebook. If not, you know what? I'll do it right. I thought I did. Let me just uh, double check, actually. Just because today, if you're out and about, you know what? I'm going to post it right now um, because they have such a tremendous selection. So if you're on, uh, a lot of people love the... Uh, Love that we do Facebook Live. Good morning to everybody on Facebook Live. Let me, um, I, let me, I'm going to do that right now. And you'll see exactly the uh, tremendous selection they have. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Good. Stop in today. Stop in today. Look at that tremendous selection. Ron and Melissa, my good friends, my goodness. They're so talented. Ron's been, uh, well, he's been in gifted artist and baker for over 55 years uh, second and none and boy what a selection they have today today is the perfect day it's nice and hey listen nice and sunny and dry i did post it there it is stop in today look at that beautiful selection they have all wrapped up ready to go nice balloons and cookies and as i said ron making pastry great again and even the uh, the address 170 royal little drive ron's pastry gourmet they are now open so stop in and see those guys. They're terrific, and especially a day like today. If you're out and about, um, and I think coming soon. I don't want to give it away just yet. But I believe they're going to have some very special. Hola, James Rondo. I believe they're going to have uh, some very special uh, Trump pastry, which I think I think people are going to love. I think people are going to love. Well, folks, uh, again, good morning. 766-1380 is our phone number. You can email me, john at depetro.com. Good morning, Jeff. Jeff, uh, geez, J.D., I'm trying to diet here. You, well, you have to stop in. You know, uh, you, you can be on a diet. 
But here's the thing. You have to try the chocolate-covered donuts. You have to try the chocolate-covered donuts. Uh, you, you could sit. You, you want to talk about, I mean, complete, unbelievably delicious. Or try their cannolis. They're the freshest. Or their brownies or cakes or pies. But the chocolate-covered donuts and the cannolis and also the dipped chocolate strawberries are just fantastic. But those chocolate-covered donuts are unbelievable. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop in there. Good morning, Rob. All right, folks, 766-1380-401-766-1380. If you'd like to call into the program. Now, this is very significant. Uh, Blake Filippi, House Minority Leader. We're gonna, he's going to join me coming up at noon. Yesterday was a big day. Blake is really emerging as the guy. You want to talk about leadership? You got leadership. Republican Blake Filippi. Good morning, Lynn Smiley. Everything in moderation, I'm sure. That's right. That's a very good point, Jeff. Everything in moderation. Good morning to everybody on uh, Facebook Live. And again, happy Valentine's Day to one and all. There's Frank Capra would say, happy Valentine's. If you have any ideas, I have an ideas for you. Um, let's see. Let me uh, just do a quick uh, roll call. Who do we have? Why am I a little delayed here? Oh, hold on. Is that from, uh, wait a minute. Juan. What's the matter with you? I feel like the Three Stooges. The top one should be pinned to the top. All right. I apologize, folks. Minor, uh, where am I? There you are. There's Juan. All right. Where am I? I feel like Joe Biden. There I am. All right. How great. Good morning, Gary. Good. Gary writes, my uh, wife loves Ron's Pastry. Stop in, Gary. They just opened their brand new location. Everything in moderation. Good morning. Love everything Trump-related. That's right. Now, I think, uh, let me ask you. Good morning. There's our friend Chris Moran, John Brasco, Daniel. Um, let's see. Got my Valentine's Day treat. Oh, good. Very nice, Gary. Very nice. But listen, stop it. Good morning, Jared. There's our friend Jared. Hey, folks, let me see some thumbs up on Facebook Live. And um, I- I've been telling Ron, and Ron is terrific and he's very gifted. I'm telling him, and I'd like to see. And again, folks, uh, good morning. There's our... Here's an idea. Get a chocolate governor donut. There's a guy. There's Arthur Pino. And there's my friend uh, Frank. But let's see some thumbs up. I'm telling Ron. I want to share this with you. Good morning, Elizabeth. We're uh, Wands in very good spirits today. Let's see all those thumbs up. Here's my idea. Good morning, Rich Defusco. Everybody's getting a, a greeting this morning. Folks, share that you're watching it. You can hit the thumbs up to the right-hand side. This is my idea. And I told Ron. I told him, I, this is what I think. Now, they have their brand new location. Ron and, uh, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Ron and Melissa, good morning. There he is. Dennis Warburton. I always say that. There he is. Um, my dad used to say that. You'd come around the corner, come into the kitchen, or come into the house, or down the stairs, whatever. There he is. Uh, good morning, Cynthia O'Connell. Hi there, Ray Marola. I told Ron, this is my, my idea now, and Ron's going to put it in motion. I don't tell people what to do, but once in a while... Right, a, blo- a broken clock is right twice a day. Every once in a while, a blind, even a blind squirrel gets a chestnut once in a while. Every once in a while, Ron, uh, Juan, excuse me, Ron, Juan has a good morning. Stefano has an idea. I told, and you tell me, and I want to judge it. We're going to do a little focus group right now on Facebook Live. I told Ron that this is what I think would be a good idea. Trump pastry, meaning if you go in, there are cookies that have like, or a pie, or cakes, or his cannolis. With the cannoli, you could have yellow frosting on it and even have the president's face. Or, you know, wouldn't you buy cookies and uh, pies and, and cakes that have Trump 2020 and make pastry great again? Good morning, Sue Stenhouse. 
We await Blake coming up at uh, 12 noon, our hero. Uh, let's see. Maybe people don't think it's a good idea. I think that's a good idea. Who on fee? I think it's a good ideas. I says to this guy, I got a good ideas. I'm Frankie Gabrio. Imagine that. Lost to Chafee. You have to go the rest of your life. You lost to Chafee. But I think it is. Uh, isn't that great? I think people would drive to get it. If you knew of a store that had Trump pastry, meaning you had cakes or pies or cookies or cannolis or whatever it may be, and it was all, you know, it said Trump on it or it had maybe the, a rendition of the president or something like that or red, white, whatever it may be. I, I, I mean, I would shop at a store like that. What do you think? How about that? Trump 2020 cookies, says Frank. Let's see some thumbs up on Facebook Live if you like Juan's ideas on, um, that I gave to our friends Ron and Melissa of Ron's Pastry Gourmet. <laughs> but if you're out and about today, stop in and see them. They're terrific, and uh, the timing is perfect. Thank you. Rachel says that sign is so great. Thank you, Rachel. I want to thank uh, the great Frank Ritchie that gave me that. There's Pat Cordalessa, the next senator from the, from the city of Cranston. There you go, Pat. Folks, lock on. Look at all those thumbs up. People do like Juan's idea. Ideas. So if you have an ideas, if yous have any ideas, um, so there you go. Ron and Melissa, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. If you're out in your car today riding around 170 Royal Little Drive, I posted uh, photos and I posted uh, some various, some you can see exactly some of the cookies they have, the dipped uh, dip chocolate strawberries, everything you need for Valentine's. It's right there, and it's, and it's so festive. Ron and Melissa, they are making pastry great again. All right, phone lines are open, 766-1380, 766-1380. All right, let's get to our main event, folks. And again, we have new news on, um, on the whole situation with uh, the Speaker of the House. Now, things are really heating up now with the grand jury. Here we go. And now the end is near. Grand jury could wrap up next week. And so I face is a wreck. A real election. He is a paranoid maniac. My Hasn't slept in weeks. I'm kind of scared. He's very scared. That I could lose. He is. He doesn't have to leave Cranston. Is Lock him up, says Jared. I've knocked... On all your doors, sometimes you'd hide when I was in your driveway. And more, much more than this, I did it Mattiello's way. Regrets, I've had a few. My friends who serve with bad intentions, I pushed that toll bill through and saw it through without much reflection. I planned each foolish course and stepped on toes. My way or the highway And more Much more than this I did it Mattiello's way Yes, there was All right, hold on. I can play the, uh, I can play the other one. All right, and I'm, I'm going to use this as a backdrop and explain the latest. 
I'm just mad at the journal. This is they call me Matty Yellow. And their editorial page. Oh yeah, I think he will be gone by March 1st. I'm just mad at the journal. And I'm gonna show you my rage. Everybody say. They call me Matty Yellow. Former speaker. They call me Matty Yellow. Criminal Enterprise. They call me Matty Yellow. The Matty Yellow Crime Family. A thumbs up. I'm still mad about it. a great tune, isn't it, Ryan? Voting with the truck tolls for me. Crooner at large. I'm so mad about You're gonna have to come up with a new song for the new speaker. I threw a lot of people off their committee. They call me Maddie Yellow. He's really feeling it right now. They call me Maddie Yellow. Criminal Enterprise. They call me Maddie Yellow. Maddie Yellow Crime Family. Mr. Speaker. Or former speaker. Will Montanaro lie in front of the grand jury? Or little Leo the liar? Leo Skenyon from Traffic Court. Electronic truck tolls. It's gonna be a sudden craze. Electronic car tolls. Are bound to be the very next phase. They call me Maddie Yellow. Mr. Speaker. They call me Maddie Yellow. They call me Maddie Yellow. All right, folks, there we go, our Manny Yellow song. Obviously, it's, a, you know, you can tell. I, I, God, I can't believe. Hi there, Karen Gorman. All right, we're going to be joined by the great Terry Gorman coming up at uh, 12 noon, our new segment about illegal aliens. Let me try that. God, the amount of time I spend on the blank and FB Live and the angles and everything else. Folks, the things that Juan does for his loyal listeners and followers. Hi there, Karen. All right, we're going to have uh, Terry coming up. Now, here is, uh, folks, the latest now. And again, um, obviously, Juan leading the charge. Look at all the, uh, well, we'll see. I, I, I don't know about that. And nothing's going to be as bad as this. Nothing is going to be bad as this. I know people say they're going to, oh, good. Uh, one o'clock, we're going to talk to Kerry, Terry Gorman. Excuse me. So we have Blake Filippi coming up. Blake is at noon. And we're going to talk to Terry Gorman, our illegal alien update. We're already getting uh, email complaints from uh who was it? was a Providence rep that said, I don't like your illegal alien update. Well, you know, you live in the sanctuary city. Of course you don't, for crying out loud. So, but the rest of us, no one else has a problem with it. All right, let me give you the, um, well, he's got to go, though. He's got to go. I, I'm telling you, I know people may say that. Uh, yeah, blanking. <laughs> it's true. Telling you, Frank, my goodness, the amount of time I put into it. Hope people appreciate it. All right, but anyhow, let's get to, uh, have you checked petro.com So I'm going to walk you through. Now, you haven't heard this anywhere else. Please uh, do a thumbs up if you're enjoying the program and also share with others uh, on Facebook, in fact, that you do um, enjoy the program. So there it is. The grand jury target is House Speaker Nick Mattiello. You know, the last, there's a, a nice uh, photo of him. Notice he's a king. Hi there, Melissa. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. You know, it was a great scene was the time, uh, you know, I, I loved the character of Junior Soprano on The Sopranos. He was a great character. I loved Junior. 
One time on uh, one episode of The Sopranos, how about he's flipping around and he sees Larry David. And he's like, what the son of a... <laughs> he's like, I'm, I'm looking at myself. I'm looking at myself. What the... <laughs> that was really funny. All right. Uh, grand jury target is House Speaker Nick Mattiello. Now, this is... Um, and folks, in, in some ways, I want to... Oh, good. Ryan loves the illegal alien update. Uh, in some ways, it's almost not fair to other members of the media who are not as plugged in or, you know, like lazy down the dial. They have a contest. Who can take the most days off? You know, will it be the cackle? Will it be the pork boy? Um, will it be the pseudo intellectual? Right. Who uh, uh, who let they have a contest of who can take them? But you get the most. Days? It's insanity. <laughs> and then wonder why the place has been run into the ground. Poor Salty is rolling over in his grave. He can't believe how low they've allowed the pork boy to ruin what was once a great radio station. <laughs> but anyhow. Grand jury targets House Speaker Nick Mattiello. Now, if you log on to DePetro.com, you can read this for yourself. But this, and this is true, the most talked about grand jury since the Great White Fire. And that, that is true. I was telling that to someone yesterday. And they said, well, you know, blah, 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 all this nonsense. You know, I'm getting tired of some of the apologists out there, I'm telling you. Um, and that was huge when they had the grand jury for the Great White Fire. They actually had to hold it down right on South County Trail. Um, and it was at the National Guard Barracks. Actually, not far from the Beacon Diner, uh, Frank. Frank Marr. So, but you'll read about it, folks. And no one else has put this out there. So you're getting it. Of course, Juan is ahead of the curb. So now, the, the, the part that they are looking at. And I want people... To understand, for instance, when we have our legal expert, who obviously I think the world of, attorney Tim Dodd on, he just talks about the legal element of it. And there is a difference, by the way. Hi there. There's my friend George. Thank you. Johnny Friendly. There's a big difference because Tim Dodd is, is looking at this saying, I don't think this charge that they charge him with is going to stick. But I, I don't look at it that way. If Matty Yellow is indicted, he is gone. In fact, they're already starting to build against him. Now, if you look at the calendar, next week, they're on break for February break. So they're not in session at the State House. As a matter of fact, after last night, and last night was another blank show at the State House. He has completely lost control of the chamber. That Anastasia Williams, I know her, okay? It's embarrassing for someone to stand up on the floor, and I'm not going to dive too far into it but to stand up there and drop the n-word and all this foolishness back and forth mattiello has lost control of the house and that was on display but no one is going to convince me he can remain speaker if he gets indicted and i am telling you and if you read petro.com the part that they're focusing on and i haven't heard anyone and as you can imagine folks i follow this as close as anyone good morning robert juan prison time for nikki i'm telling you I, I don't know if that's going to happen. In fact, I, I'm hearing, and I'll probably have, well, if you go to petro.com, folks, in some ways it's frustrating because we're so far ahead of the curve. But they're building a bigger case against Mattiello. And the more I learn about this and speak to different people, 
and the direction they're going, I'm going to go back to, and I was so far ahead of the curve because of some of my sources. And I want people to realize, you know, I do have an advantage. For instance, Pork Boy isn't even from here, right? He's from Springfield. So he's not from here. My friend Gene Velicento, who I like, he's, he's from New Jersey. Uh, I, don't, I don't count the other two over there because they didn't pay attention to the news. I, I know people, right? I mean, I, I grew up here. I went to Bishop Hendrickson. I played Edgewood Little League. I played CLCF basketball. I went to Rhode Island College. I used to work at the living room. I used to work at Midland Records. I worked at IGA. I know a lot. I lived in Cranston. I've lived in Providence. Um, I, I, I know an awful lot of people in the state. And different times our paths cross where I come into information. But if you checked at Petro.com, I posted a while ago on information that I had that they, the feds were looking to build a RICO case against House Speaker Nick Mattiello for running a criminal enterprise. And I stand by that, and the sources that I have on it are solid. But that, that's separate. They are going to continue to work a big case against him, and it's going to stick. But this, this grand jury focus is focused on and you haven't heard this or seen this reported anywhere. And even, you know, Tim White, Channel 12, they have done phenomenal coverage on this story. They have. Tim White broke the story, he did, to his credit, that that audit was ordered. But the part that they are zeroing in on is Title 11, Criminal Offenses, Chapter 1142, Threats and Extortion. Chapter 1142, Section 2, Extortion and Blackmail. Quote. And here is the quote, with intent to compel any person to to do any act against his or her will. Now, think of the scenario, what played out here. And the key word there is intent. Intent. It's not. So when Mattiello withdrew the audit, it doesn't matter. Intent to compel any person to do anything against his or her will or is another part. Prohibit any person from carrying out a duty imposed by law. Now, Jim Demers, he gets himself, he's the Mattiello friend at the convention center. He gets him, he's a member of the Mattiello crime family. He's the one, and I don't know why the media doesn't carry the fact more, that Demers' son has basically a part-time job, 45,000 full benefits working for Mattiello, and they were trying to get him onto the state police. And thank God, state trooper Mike Casey had a pair of brass ones and stood up to him and said, you're not putting that little goon on the state police. So they stopped it. But Mattiello, they tell him, listen, your pal here is in trouble and he is going to be suspended or fired. And based on Demers' actions, it would certainly seem they had no choice but to fire him. Mattiello steps in. You tell them. If they suspend or fire Demers the week of December 16th, as I was first to report, and I stand by it, I will stick an enema up there, ASS. And what happened? They suspended Demers. And what happened on December 23rd? Mattiello, out of nowhere, as Frank Caprio would say, out of nowhere, he had some ideas. And then out of nowhere, <laughs> anyway, out of nowhere, I had some ideas. Um, 
they order a $50,000 audit. Using your office to try and block someone from being suspended or terminated for their conduct is also a crime. That's what he was doing. Also, based on the information we had, they had no other option to suspend or terminate Demers. Those familiar with the Mattiello grand jury that's been taking place, and this is very important. Whatever you're doing right now, you haven't seen this, heard this report in any way. That's right, the trifecta. Thank you, Frank. Folks, this is very, very important. I want you to listen because I follow this coverage. No one else has this, okay? No one else has this. It's a very detailed, methodical line of questioning establishing a timeline of communication of phone calls and emails involving Mattiello and his staff on the Demers matter leading up to December 23rd. Now, who is leading? Who is leading this grand jury? And this is very significant. Good morning, Cindy and Mike. This is very significant. My money is on Attorney General Peter Narona, and I'll tell you why. He's a player. He's competitive. Okay, this isn't Peter Kilmartin or Patrick Lynch, the Lynch crime family, that BS. Okay, if Nerona wanted to just make this thing go away, he could have put some lackeys in there. So, and this has not been reported anywhere other than DePetro.com. Who does Nerona have leading the grand jury? Against House Speaker Nick Mattiello. I'm going to hold up his photo. And I've met him. And I, we, I know him. He knows me. But anyhow. Stephen Danbrook. That's his photo. Most people don't know who he is. Okay. Who is he? Uh, he at one time was acting U.S. Attorney. He and Nerona work very well together. Stephen Danbrook. The one time acting U.S. Attorney. He is the he is the A team. Here's the point I'm going to just skip to that you need to understand. Nerona has his top person on the case. Stephen Danbrook is very effective. He is methodical. He is leading the grand jury through a very easy to understand timeline of events. Don't believe the Mattiello BS that he throws out there. He came to me with a, there is no list. It's all lies. And shame on the media for reporting a lot of this BS that Mattiello's been putting forward. Because that's what it is. And I, I, I still think it was a disgrace. And I'll even, you know, I did. I communicated with Hummel last night. I think it's an embarrassment that they allowed Bill Lynch to go on. I'll say it. Lively experiment. And I know what some people, oh, who watches anymore? Some people do. It's, it's, the, it's the arrogance of it. Bill Lynch went on lively experiment and basically was attacking Blake Filippi, attacking the whole investigation, and never was asked or disclosed that Bill Lynch's daughter was just given a $60,000 unposted job by Leo Skenyon for the JCLS. And Bill Lynch... As Hummel is sitting there watching him and letting him say whatever the blank he wants, never discloses that he just happens to be an attorney, blanking attorney, 
for Leo Skenyon, the chief of staff, who's appearing in front of this grand jury. How it that is corruption. How does this happen? Hummel said, well, you know, I didn't. Well, blank and job to know that. What do you mean you didn't know? It was in the. I can't even. I got to watch my language here. It's in the paper. He escorted Skenyon when the state police went to question about the Brit thing. Does anybody follow this stuff? What is wrong with you people? It's in the newspaper. Hold on. I'm going to have to stop beeping myself. I get so wild round on this. How do, you, how do you not know that? Well, I didn't know. What do you mean you didn't know? It was in the newspaper. In print. There's one state newspaper. It's not 10. This isn't New York. Where it could have been Cranes. It could have been New York Times. It could have been the Daily News. It could have been in the Post. It could have been one of the... It's one f***ing newspaper. God almighty. Well, I didn't know. Uh, yeah. You know, kidding. You didn't know. I didn't know. Lynch's daughter got a unadvertised $60,000 a year job and just take a wild guess who gave her the job and who she's working for. Mattiello Montanaro Leo Skenyon. Impossible. Don't even ask about that. Doesn't that shade the whole thing? Oh, God. I told him he should go on the air and address it. I don't think he's going to. They're probably taping it right now. But anyhow, the good news. Stephen Danbrook, let me get back to this. He's leading the grand jury through the inner workings of the Mattiello crime family. And I'm telling you, your whole business of you can indict a ham sandwich. What do you think a former U.S. attorney could do, for Christ's sake? Right? Hold on. God, this annoys me. Let me get it. Just like, deal with me, Frank. Just like that. Let me try it like that. Okay. It's a little crooked, but I'll take it. Okay. How's that? I think that's straight. I know. God, it's such a distraction. But anyhow, getting back to Mattiello, he's paranoid, nervous wreck. And here's the point I want to emphasize. One count indictment and he's gone. One count indictment. Good morning, Mark. One count. One count of blackmail extortion. And boom, that's it. The wheels are in motion. People are already lining up against them. That is a fact. 48 hours. If Mattiello is indicted. Now, I'm not saying, listen, he's delusional, right? He doesn't, good morning, Danny. He doesn't want to give up on the crime family. What are you kidding me? These guys, do you, do you have any idea the stuff they're involved in? Like I've told you, Mattiello, they're like, the, uh, like a juggler or the old Ed Sullivan show, right? The guy that's spinning the plates. You don't see those anymore. I don't know. Maybe they do. I don't know if they do. I don't watch any of those stupid shows they have. America's Got Talent or... Anything like that. Cackle used to watch that stuff. I don't watch that stuff. But my point is, they have so many criminal schemes going that who can, you know, all of a sudden a plate falls and smashes. So, Mattiello, I'm going to fight this. I'm, yeah, you're going to fight it. He's delusional. He's not. Dom, Senate President Dominic Ruggiero told Mattiello, it's like, just like in Goodfellas, if the indictment, thank you, Chris, if the indictment comes down, I must turn my back on you and gives them three grand. Right? Ray Liotta, Henry Hill, and Goodfellas. So Mattiello is a maniac. Uh, yeah, I, and this is one of my favorite parts. Again, the laziness of the media. What was the media saying? Nick Mattiello has thrown his support behind Amy Klobuchar. 
Wrong, as King Arthur Knight used to say. Wrong. No, that's not what happened. What? He throws her, so I like that broad. I, uh, she has some good ideas. Wrong. What happened with that? Biden kicked him to the curb. Biden said, we're putting out a list of people that endorsed us, and we don't want you on the list because you're the target of a grand jury investigation. He threw his support by Amy Klobuchar. What is wrong with these people? Lazy. That's not what happened. Did, did Biden call Matt a yellow a lying dog-faced pony boy? I, I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Now, Skenyon, Leo Skenyon, Leo the liar, chief of staff, little weasel, and Frank Montanaro, if they lie, if they tell some lies, I know a guy's, if they lie in front of the grand jury, now you face perjury charges. And as you can imagine, right, they're all doing the hands in the middle. Let's stick together. So you can read all about it at DePetro.com. And then you can also read, folks, uh, the exclusive, will he be indicted and forced from office? We have that story. We have, when we broke the news, the state police were investigating Mattiello. How about the FBI? They're already still right now looking into his cannabis operation, how he's trying to shake down all the cannabis people. Plus the original uh, Mattiello, I'll stick an enema up there behind. And then if you really go through DePetro.com, uh, you can also find some stories, and maybe some people don't realize that. But we have, I mean, look at that. That's, uh, what's the date? October 21st. Can Mattiello survive? You have the, uh, well, that's sleaze. But, but here's the thing. Ready? October 11th. Feds building a RICO case against House Speaker Nick Mattiello. I, I, folks, it's all right there. You know, it just is. And all of this stuff has been panning out for those that watch it. So... All right. Um, 766-1380. Blake Flippy is going to join me at noon. Terry Gorman is going to join me coming up at, um, love the Goombar accent. <laughs> uh, the Goombar accent. I've had to hear it my entire blanking life. John Zavianabam and I got some ideas. I like Mattiello talking about Amy Klobuchar. You know, talking to Frank Caprio. This broad. This broad's got some ideas. <laughs> you know, you're right, Speaker. You ought to tell Biden to shove up. <laughs> Mattiello said to Frank Caprio, what should I do about Biden? I would tell him to take his endorsement and shove up. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, 766-1380. You can email me, john at com. john at com. Hey, folks, I want to remind you, Maybe uh, you're getting set to enjoy the weekend, but then you have that one problem. And what is one of the problems? That you have an appliance that's not working. Look at all the uh, Facebook Live reaction. Uh, no, don't worry about it. Uh, we, we stop with that. Stop with that. The repla- Listen, Chris Moran, that's a fair question. What if his replacement is worse? Listen to me. You can't have crime. You can't have crime. The next person is not the, the, the next person is going to be the next person that's going to get it is not going to be a criminal. All right. It's never going to be perfect, but you can't have crime. You have no idea how bad things are. Don't think that way. You know, I, I, I don't like that argument. The devil, you know, and all this other stuff. I'm telling you right now, you can't have a criminal enterprise shaking people down. The next person who I believe I know who it's going to be. 
He's not going to be, you know, he's not a Trump supporter for crying out loud, but he's not a criminal. You can't, I don't know how else to explain it. You can't have a criminal. You can't have someone who's a criminal in charge. So that's a fair question. One, what if his replacement is worse? Care for what you wish for. You know, that, that as much as people may say that, don't buy into that type of stuff. This guy is a goomba goon thug. You can, they're shaking people down. They're operating a criminal enterprise. Folks, you're better than that. We're better than that. All right? Let's get out of what, what that's like, you know, someone wants to, is they're thinking of dating. To say that someone, well, at least they're honest or something like that. You know, when, when you're looking to, uh, if someone was looking to date, would someone say that they found uh, a girlfriend and say, well, at least she's breathing? <laughs> I mean, come on, let's, let's like raise our standards a little bit, right? Raise the standards. We know he's a thief. No, stop with the I know he's a thief. There's other people. Don't fall into that. And there's a lot of misinformation out there. It's not going to be tansy. Those people don't have the votes. They don't have that type of power or juice. Telling you. you can, it's just very simple. You, you can't have a criminal running the third floor. And that's what you have right now. All right, 766-1380. As I started to say, Blake Flippy, uh, minority leader, is going to join me coming up at noon. He had a big press conference yesterday. I hate what's going on at the State House because he's a good guy, but he's not backing down. Thank you, Rachel. Yes. Uh, that whole attitude. Uh, he's the, the final line. It's not good. That, that's all nonsense. I was talking with someone the other day. I can't believe the misinformation people get. Folks, let me be very clear. If, if, like, when I get burned on information, that's the last time I... You can't imagine the information people get me that I have to bet out. Just waste so much time on that type of stuff. So, some people, I can't believe the information they get put out. And they, they trot it out there. Foolishness. All right, but here's my point. Here's the good news. If your appliance is dying... As Frank Caprio says, your appliance is dying. I have an idea. Call Ryan's appliance repairs. <laughs> if you have some ideas, call Ryan's appliance repairs. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. <laughs> Ryan's appliance repairs for your ideas. Listen, if you have a washer, dryer, stove, a microwave, Refrigerator, Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Ryan will come out and fix it. He's the best serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, Ryan's Appliance Repair. Hi there, Michael. Thank you. Raw truth. Thank you. I appreciate that. 401-710-7096. Saturday appointments are available. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. Remember, when your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Get it fixed. 710-7096-401-710-7096. All right, Blake Filippi, minority leader, is going to join me. Folks, don't buy into that. Don't buy, you know, there's a number of people are going to be embarrassed when this indictment comes down. And I've just laid it out for you, okay? My money's on Peter Narona. Don't tell, well, Narona's going to, listen, stop. Stop already. He's not a pawn to the government. He's not a pawn to anybody. All right, he's not. I'll tell you, this would, would this be going on under Patrick Lynch? No. Would this be going on under Kilmartin? Good morning, Karen. The answer is no. Peter Kilmartin is a player. Peter Kilmartin, excuse me, Peter Narona. Come on, Juan. Peter Narona. He will be a senator someday. He will be a senator someday. 
he's a player. All right, 766-1380. More of your phone calls coming up. Do you own and operate a small business and you rely on communicating with your employees while they're out in the field? Well, if you do, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. This is Sal with T-Mobile for Business, and I encourage you to reach out to me today at 401-332-0000. This is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Right now, we have unlimited plans with unlimited talk, text, and data. With no contract, great deals on iPhones and Samsungs, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Stop wasting money. Call me for a free consultation at 401-332-0000. Again, 401-332-0000. Stop wasting money with your current cell phone carrier. Call me today, Sal with T-Mobile for Business, 401-332-0000. Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Why not stop in? Folks, Gilmore Furniture. Gilmore Furniture, Post Road, and Warwick. Well, everything is on sale. They're having their big President's Day sale at Gilmore Furniture. Post Road and Warwick, one right down the street from TF Green Airport. Living rooms on sale. Recliners. Mattresses. Pull right up to the front door. The service is tremendous. I'll tell you, Steve at Gilmore. He is so knowledgeable. American-made furniture. President Trump would shop at Gilmore Furniture. That's a fact. President Trump. If President Trump lived in our area, you know where he would buy things? At Gilmore Furniture. You know why? American-made. You know why? President's Day sale. Living rooms, recliners, mattresses. And they're the double-sided flip mattresses. You get double the life. Gilmore Furniture, right off Route 37. Post Road in Warwick, right down the street from TF Green Airport. Free delivery, free delivery this month, up to five years, no interest. The President's Day sale is on at Gilmore Furniture. Post Road in Warwick, call Steve, 737-0100, 737-0100 for Gilmore Furniture. You are listening to The John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. All right, and we're back on this Friday. Good morning, one and all. Hello, Vincent. Karen, please, please, I'm aware of that. Compared to what? Blank and criminal? Sakachi's buds with... Oh, my God. I know Joe Sakachi. He is. You know what he's not? He's not in criminal. He's not an effing criminal. I can't, I can't explain it any, but you can't have a criminal running the place. What part of that don't you understand? 766-1380. Good morning. You're on the John DePietro Show. Hello. Good morning, John. Good morning. Keep calling. How are you, sir? I'm fine. <laughs> are you settled down now? Listen, just proceed with what it is that you want to talk to me about. <laughs> well, it, it, it's just, it's a false argument. Like, I, I can't, anyone that's a business owner, if you're, maybe I can explain it this way. If you're a business owner, okay, would you employ someone who steals from you? I, I, I'll take, maybe there's someone who's not a great worker. Maybe there's someone that calls in sick sometimes. Maybe there's someone that's not a fast worker. But you can't employ a thief who steals from you. I mean, to me, it begins that I, I would not be able to employ someone and say, I know he steals, but boy, he's on time. Or, you know, I know he steals, but he doesn't call out sick a lot. He's a thief. It begins and ends with that. 
I'm going to say something very dramatic. I would take Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez as speaker over Nick Mattiello for one reason. Is she delusional? Yes. Is she a moron? Yes. But what is she not? She's not a criminal. You, you can't have crime. No one wants to deal with criminals. These people... Come on, Karen. You know, I mean, who, who says, you know, I think I'll go out today. I'm going to do a, a deal with a criminal. You, you can't. It ends there. Honest business people don't want to deal with a criminal. They rip you off. That's all those guys do. Him, Montanaro, all they do is rip people off and shake people down. You can't operate that way. You know, he wanted to give an enema. Guess what? He's the one that's going to get a blank enema. All right, go right ahead, Steve. <laughs> Juan's in rare form today. What what a great lead in there, Mike. Thank you. <laughs> John, um I like that. Yeah, the enemy's going up Matty Yellow's ass. That's who's getting the enema for crying out loud. Oh, oh hey now, hey now. Hey Josh. He's such uh, a goomba, him and Frank Caprio. You <laughs> right biz. Yeah, we'll see who's gonna get the enema now. <laughs> John, um I heard I heard you mention I'm, uh, my breath is taken away here. Let me, let me. I, I'm, I'm getting verklempt here. Let me, let me get a little. All right, bit. go ahead. Get, get back on track here. <laughs> John, I, I, I said something's that. very significant, and I'm going to let you say whatever you want. But this is really, really, this is very, very significant. No one's reporting it. Number one, Peter Narona met with the media, and he said, "I'm not running for governor." He has allowed it to be not public knowledge that there is a grand jury. But most importantly, he put his top person on this. Are you familiar with the movie A Few Good Men with Jack Nicholson and Tom Cruise? Oh, absolutely. Okay. And do you remember there's a great scene in that film where Kevin Bacon is saying, you were never supposed to take this to trial. You know, you were bullied into the courtroom. They, you've never even done a trial. You were signed to then plea bargain this out. Now, think of that compared to with President Trump. He put together an A-team for that impeachment defense, and they were successful. Peter Narona, he didn't take somebody green. He didn't take the normal person. Stephen Danbrook, think of this. Former acting U.S. attorney is leading the grand jury against House Speaker Nick Mattiello. Now, you tell me, but I would like to think... If you're a former U.S. attorney, that you might be able to, as they say, if they say you can indict a ham sandwich, I'm willing to bet, and my money's on, that Stephen Danbrook and Peter Narona, who's also a U.S. attorney, and the other one's a former U.S. attorney, that they can come up with one blanking indictment against Mattiello. Now, go right ahead. I'm going to be quiet and listen to you. Uh, John, um, I, I don't know how to follow that up, but um, one, of the, one, of the re- one of the main reasons I was calling you was... Um, I heard the term a RICO, uh, a yes. RICO defense. No, no, RICO John, case. They you, build a RICO case against him. Can you tell me what that is? Because yes. the city of Woonsocket actually had a RICO case filed against them when the school department started running major deficits. And they filed a RICO case uh, due to the fact that Woonsocket was, I, I think they were basically audited the school department and the RICO case was filed due to the fact that uh, the city of Woonsocket um, almost went bankrupt. How long ago was this? I'm unfamiliar with the story. Oh, John, it was, um, 
I think it was maybe eight or ten years ago. All right, this but it's, here, here's the thing, and I want to be very okay. clear about this. Okay. It, it's a RICO case is leveled against an individual and their organization. It's not, for instance, and I don't, I don't know who it is that would have brought it. I mean, unless you're saying that either some citizen did or some group, but it, it's it's used as a tool. It's used by the feds. It certainly uh, helped bring down organized crime. And, and it's it's very simple in nature, and that is the, the reason they use the term RICO in a criminal enterprise is years ago, and it was basically came together, racketeering influence, um, corruption, or, or corrupt organization. You would have, the, the perfect easiest example is you have the Mafia Don in Brooklyn, and he calls in one of his underlings and says, I need you to go to Miami and take care of the problem. So they get on a plane, they fly down to Miami, and they, as you can imagine, take care of the problem, right? So they execute someone for whatever it is. So in the past, they used to say, well, the Mafia Don, he, he wasn't on the plane. He wasn't even in Florida. He had nothing to do with the murder. But they were able to establish that there is a chain of command. And in that chain of command, you are instructing people to commit criminal acts, such as... City of Providence, Buddy Cianci, the mayor, he instructs his aides. From now on, if someone wants a city job, you're going to shake them down to five for five grand and kick it up to me. He is instructing. They're following the orders of the mayor. He is instructing through chain of command for his underlings to commit a criminal act. So when they talk about they're building a RICO case against House Speaker Nick Mattiello, he is the boss. He's in charge. He's the speaker. He orders, basically, his underlings who report to him to commit criminal acts. So they establish the chain of command within the organization. Where this almost really where they almost uh, came into play was when they, they, they failed. Robert Carenti failed. But if you remember, they went after CVS on that. They were building a RICO case when they put those two executives of CVS on trial. Jack Kramer and uh, the other one, I think his name was Ortiz for some reason. But now they failed because they didn't get them. But they were going to try to establish a chain of command, almost a RICO case. Can you imagine? Against Tom Ryan and CVS. Now it it fell apart and that's where they fed it off. But it it has to do with chain of command. And if you were really going to go back in time, a good example is during the Nuremberg trials, what, what was the, and you know this, Steve, as a student of history, when they had some of the Nazi guards brought in, what, what was their defense when they were asked why they did what they did? They said, I was merely following orders, right? Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, so the RICO is, there has to be a chain of command, there has to be someone in charge, and they're basically ordering, ordering, whatever, instructing, implementing their underlings to commit criminal acts. Excellent explanation, John. I, you know, um, but like I said, I'm, I'm going to do a little bit more research on that. Um, I just tried doing it now, but uh, I'm not coming up with anything. Yeah, that, um, that, that I, seems I, a little odd that they'd go after. Now, again, I don't know if someone made it a um, someone made that some kind of an allegation like that. But what this why this helps is, for instance, you saw it in Boston when they brought down the Angelo crime family. If, if you're, you know, the mob. You're the boss. You say, I had nothing to do with that, you know, hit. I had nothing to do with that murder. I had nothing to do with whatever the crime was. 
But when they were able to establish, well, wait a minute, you know, this person's a soldier, and they report to the, you know, the mafia captain, and then he reports to the boss, and the order comes down in that way. It, it all has to do with that. What, what the feds basically went after CNC and Operation Plunderdome, that all the people, they, their charge was that he was running, and he was, a criminal enterprise out of Providence City Hall. If you wanted to be on the police force, you had to pay $5,000. If you wanted to be on the toll list, you had to pay $5,000. If you wanted a city job, you had to pay $5,000. You want to buy some property, $10,000, or whatever the hell it is. Now, is, and, and, and is he necessarily always on the front lines? Negotiating that? No. He has other people. But it's people who report to him that are committing the criminal acts. That's right. That's right. That's right. John, thank you so much for taking my call. You're I really very welcome. You. Thank always. you for calling. Nice to chat with you. There's our friend Frank Ritchie. Frank, uh, people love you signing. Now, folks, um, uh, Blake Filippi is going to join me to start off next hour. There's Frank. Folks, remember, you can get your Trump sign at a GOP headquarters right at Airport Plaza. Yesterday was a big day, and we're going to hear from House Minority Leader Blake Filippi, seemingly the only adult in the room at this point, and I'm glad he's moving ahead, and he's getting the two-step shuffle from Smith Hill, uh, but it's not going to stop him. But we're going to do that. We're also going to give you more of an idea of, um, of everything that is breaking out. There's major developments with this Mattiello grand jury. Uh, my information says it wraps up next week. Uh, it's scheduled for two days next week, Monday and Wednesday. Uh, Monday, final witnesses, I'm told, and Wednesday is the wrap-up day. My money is on Stephen Danbrook. I think they're going to have a charge very, very quickly. I don't, I don't think he makes March 1st. That's my, I think Mattiello is indicted before March 1st. That he may not make it back from break. He may not make it back from break. But anyhow, that and then Terry Gorman's going to join me at 1 for our new segment regarding illegal aliens in Rhode Island. It's John DiPietro. Uh, a lot more ahead. On this Friday, stay with me. Blake Filippi is next, the defender of the faith. Signs are at Rhode Island GOP headquarters in uh, Midas, Warwick. Okay, 766-1380. Stay with me. Uh, We're going to break quickly for an update with the 12 o'clock news. I'm going to come right back. House Minority Leader Blake Filippi joins us next on the John DePietro Show. WNRI and W236CW Woonsocket, 1380 AM and 95.1 FM.